Welcome back, everyone, to O3FM, 03FM, episode number 31. Yep. Here's Jake. Once again, guys. we are sitting in different seats because today is a special episode. Very, very special episode. We have a great guest we've been talking about for so, so long. Um, okay, this is, I, I really hope I don't stutter, guys. <laughs> Here we go. Welcoming our first actual guest is Nick Nitre. Up and coming on TikTok, he creates lifestyle mindset content and has been able to accumulate over 300,000 followers on TikTok as of writing this, but it's actually 310 as of now. And he's helping his followers live a better life. Let's welcome the man that's living on the other side of fear, Nick Nitre. Woo. <laughs> I, I wish we had like a... I wish we had like a... Thank you, thank you, thank you. A fucking crowd to be clapping. A but crowd. <laughs> Get the dogs yeah. down here to just like hang their paws together. Yeah. yeah. Um... But What's yeah. going on? What's going on? Welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank um, you for coming on. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate the offer. This is dope. This has been long awaited, actually, yeah. I think. I, bro, I, I genuinely think you had like 100,000 followers when we first talked about it. Now you're at 310. How yeah. does that fucking feel? Like, that's like... No, it's, it, it's something I can't really comprehend yet because yeah. it happened so fast. I don't know if you saw... I, I think I posted something about it. It took me... Eight months to hit 100K, yeah. then a little less than two months to go from 100 to 200, and then one month and one day to go from 200 wow. to 300. I remember you seeing. I remember seeing when you posted that because, and then I looked and you were already at like another milestone when you yeah, posted same. that. It's every I, time you refresh your page, yeah. you're moving up. Yeah. It, it's been crazy recently. I literally hit 250K on Monday, Damn. and then I hit 300K wow. on Friday. So four days I hit. I grew what 50K. Unreal, bro. Which was like. Every time I opened TikTok, it was just like 5,000, 3,000. Yeah. And it's honestly, at this point, I don't even like pay attention to the numbers <laughs> anymore. I can't because yeah. it gets to my head. You know? Yeah. And the numbers really get to your head. It's crazy. But, but hell yeah. We're like not excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's weird because, all right, I guess we could give like a little backstory of us. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Nick and I met through mutual friend. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Through other Nick. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah. we went to, we would go to this uh, gymnastics place to do flips and stuff. And then I met another Nick there. And then I met you through that Nick. And yeah, now we're here. But I feel like I knew you, well, I've known you for like five years, I think. Or much, like, low-key long time. But then we really kind of came back together. Yeah, we rekindled. Yeah. We, we rekindled. Like two I, years ago. All I remember is just like Alex, our friend Alex being like, <laughs> Yo, we should invite Jake. Yeah. <laughs> the people know like, who Alex is, by the way. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so yeah, they, they know. do know. They okay, don't have the so best perception of him. But no, know okay. People don't love Alex. He came on our TikTok live one time, and oh, he was getting... Oh, no. Should we be honest? I'll tell the fucking story. I don't care. He was getting murdered. We had over, like, 100 people on the live within, like, 15 minutes of him being there. I think we were down to four people. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was arguing with, like, every kid oh, in the comments. No. It was funny. Of course he was. I'm not yeah. surprised. He's, like, the biggest gaslighter I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little thirsty. Um, but I think it was – I think other Nick, again, he posted clips of uh, cliff jumping. I was like, bro, you got to bring me next time. Yeah. And that's when I came with uh, Danny for the first time. Because I couldn't drive at that point in time. So I was like, yo, I need a ride. And oh, Danny came with us. I do remember that, yeah. And then Brad came the next time, and then it was just like, 
that was it yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah time. brad 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 of course that was the first time i met brad too we yeah. have to have brad on the podcast oh my god that i don't know how the hell we would do that but that would be amazing that would be legendary yeah but yeah and now we're here and we've been now it's been like two years going strong yeah. um the group so hell yeah breaking news manscape now sells beard products that's right they're once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the beard hedger pro kit from a beard trim to a fresh shave the technology behind the Beer Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using code 03FM at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. So say goodbye to your stubble trouble with Manscaped's Pro Beard Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right, face grooming doesn't need to be hard, you get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. Plus, it's waterproof so you can shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. The titanium coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face leading to a single stroke efficiency. That brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts. A beard brush, a comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. So get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code 03FM. That's 20% off and free shipping with code 03FM at manscaped.com. Check out. Manscaped Beard Hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 different lengths. But, dude, I don't know where to start. Like, where, where I guess we, we just even, start. We have a bunch of topics. Do you kind of want to, like, explain yourself a little bit to the people? Like kind of who you are. Like my backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we did that with um, Christian. That's a good idea. So more, or le- more or less, what I do, or like how I've gotten to where I am. A little bit of both, right? Yeah. Okay. Whatever you feel like. So <laughs> yeah. So right now I'm focusing on a lot of mindset, uh, lifestyle content, kind of mindset motivation stuff to really, because I noticed there's a big problem, especially with the younger generation of everybody just kind of mindlessly scrolling, consuming consumer culture is like the cancer of the new world. You know, yep. people are scrolling on TikTok while watching TV. <laughs> um, and every time a commercial goes on, you know, they go onto their phone, check their messages while they're eating potato chips. <laughs> and I don't know, fucking watching YouTube on their iPad, you know, so. <laughs> Sounds all too it, familiar. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's, uh, and it's sad because n- nobody knows what to do with their lives. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and every time you, you sit down and ask the question like, damn, what do I want to do? Nobody knows the answer because they just resort to the easy thing, right? They go to their phone, they go to TikTok where they're like, oh, okay, I can laugh a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then people live boring lives, you know? They have 12, 13, 14 hour screen times. And they, uh, th- when you look at it, there's so much to experience, right? So I guess I could start as where this whole mindset shift started in my life was, I put it to about 12 or 13 years old. Um, I don't know. Something something switched in my brain. A switch flipped in my brain. And I looked back on my life and I felt robbed of my childhood. Because I was like, damn, honestly, I've had a decent life so far. But it's been kind of boring. Friends invite me over. And out of social anxiety, I wouldn't go over to their house. I, I wouldn't sleep over their house because I was homesick when I would sleep over. Um, and I just didn't feel like I was really adventurous and I didn't take many risks in my life and therefore I didn't have many experiences, like fun experiences and stories. Mm -hmm. I think it really clicked when 
I finally got to the age that my dad and my parents started sharing some of their stories from their childhood. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like I have none of that to share <laughs> with the world. I was like, that's kind of, that's kind of sad. That's kind of disappointing. And I was always a cautious kid. I, um, I actually learned how to do flips and stuff when I was really young. Really? Yeah. Like I could like front flip on a trampoline and into a pool and then I lost it because I got too scared of it. Damn. And, um, that's kind of when I fell into like the too cautious, you know, be a good kid, do your homework all <laughs> yeah. the time. Uh, stay home and study instead of go hang out with your friends. And, and I didn't realize you could do both at the same time. Um, so that kind of flipped. I, I found flips. I found freestyle skiing um cliff jumping all that stuff really pushed myself like really far out of my comfort zone i was constantly doing things i was scared of but i loved the feeling of the adrenaline yeah that's what really drew me in was like the feeling of feeling alive you know it it was a feeling i've never experienced before in my life like that adrenaline rush of like my first double backflip, my first double front flip. You know, the thing you're so scared to do, the thing you think you might die doing, but you do it anyway and you succeed. Yeah. Um, it's a feeling I'd never felt before, and that's kind of why I fell in love with it and started uh, doing flips, cliff jumping, freestyle skiing. Hell yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just kept progressing from there. Even did some, like, urban exploring, climbing <laughs> shit, which I played with death far too often <laughs> at that point I, I I've, I've come close to death doing that stuff a few times and it's been scary it's been very very scary but it's taught me a lot as well um yeah some people say so like yeah. that's the only time you feel like you're living is when you're on the edge of death yeah yeah <laughs> I actually have I, I have a a cool um story to share about that actually later yeah but well it's sure. like it's a video I saw but it's a different perspective that most people don't realize mm -hmm. um but yeah, I, I guess I took that from where I was and I just kept questioning things. I was like, why am I, why am I told this is too risky? Why am I told I can't do this? Why am I told don't do that? You're going to hurt yourself, right? Yeah. Um, started really contemplating my own death. I think that was the thing that really pushed me was like, one day I am going to be minutes, seconds from death, yeah. right? And what am I going to be thinking in those minutes, in those seconds? Um, and the feeling I didn't want to have was regret. Uh, it, if I looked back and said, damn, I was, uh, am I allowed to curse on this podcast? Absolutely. I already did a few times. I curse oh, Kevin like so three times okay. every sentence I fucking say. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah, I, I was like the last emotion I want to be feeling on my deathbed is like, damn, I was a fucking little bitch, you know? Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't live my life. I, I didn't experience things because I was scared. I was scared of what people think about me. I listened to authorities too much. I, I didn't. I didn't just fucking do whatever I wanted. Think outside the box, you know. Um, and that was, that was my my urgency. That was the driver in my life. And I really think I had a different view, perspective on life that a lot of people didn't, and I got to experience a lot of life that a lot of people don't get to experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, just because of the way I saw the world. And then, of course, I, I knew I was different in a way. Like, I, I saw things differently. Um, and I knew I was pretty good at helping people just from friends I've helped, given advice to, talk to. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know what I wanted to do with it, so I went to college anyway. Um, 
dropped out after a year because I was well, literally like two months into college, I was like, "Fuck this! I don't want to be here." <laughs> you know, I was like, "I don't fit in." Everybody's the same. They drink four days a week. They don't want to do anything exciting. They don't plan to do anything exciting. They have. They also have no idea what they want to do with their lives. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that they're sitting there and they're complacent with it. They they don't know what they want to do with their lives. They they know they're not where they want to be, but they're not doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. And that was something I couldn't stand, which is a primary reason I left as well. Um, in college, I started my TikTok in February, so it's been almost a year. And I just yeah. started posting mindset videos, kind of things I would tell myself uh, in, in my head. It was almost like I was talking to myself when I was talking to the camera. I would just post it on TikTok. And then eventually over the last year, I've kind of narrowed it down to like a main focus. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what's really accelerated my growth recently is because it's something I, I, I know very well, I'm very passionate about, and people can feel that mm-hmm. in my videos. And yeah, I, I mean, that's pretty much it. Long winded story. That's crazy. I think what the most impressive part about your story is how you figured out that you're like, I don't want to say on the wrong path, but headed in the same direction as everyone when you were so young, like you said, 12 or 13. Yeah. Some people figure that out when they're like 40, yeah. when they just do the same thing every day. So that is ridiculously impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think luckily somehow, maybe the way my parents raised me, maybe something uh that maybe i figured it out on my own maybe it was infinite intelligence you know giving me a a, 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 some guidance um but i just developed like a a certain awareness about myself that i am really grateful for because that's what's like really guided me in my life is like my awareness of my life and kind of where i want to be where i want to go um and honestly that's I think also what drew me to extreme sports mm. and, and adventure sports as well, because uh, it allowed me to find presence and peace. It was that moment where time stands still that really drew me in, like doing a backflip off of a 30 foot cliff. Time stands still. <laughs> y- you know that. Literally. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the moment when I'm standing on top of a 120 foot water tower looking at the sunset that nothing else matters. In There's life. not another I'm thought not, in your head. I'm not thinking of seeing. school. I'm not thinking of what the, what X, Y, and Z person are thinking about me. I'm not thinking about what homework I have to get done later. Mm-hmm. Like sitting there fully present in the moment, enjoying, like fully enjoying life. And I think that's what kept bringing me back and back and back was the presence <laughs> that it brought me the awareness. Yeah. I just got to say, like, bro, I'm fucking hype right now. <laughs> like, you yeah. just gave your, like, whole backstory, and I'm fucking hype. I want to get him to do, like, push-ups or some shit right yeah, now. Right. Like, I'm motivated. <laughs> um, that was great. I, of course, relate, because Nick and I, like, we always go out and do the cliff jumps and stuff. Um, do you think there's a point where that adrenaline pushes too much? Because you see, you see these crazy videos of people doing skyscrapers and, and cranes, and it's unfortunate and I mean, we could even re- relate like free soloing, um, like Alex Honnold and of course these legends that have like passed away from it. But do you think there's a point where that adrenaline kick is just too much? Like you're pushing too hard? No. Damn. Um, well, okay. Two things here. There's a big difference between risk and recklessness. True. Um, it's a, well, it's a fine line, but it's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, 
risk is like the trained athletes, right? The, the athletes are trained in what they do. They know what they're doing. Obviously, freak accidents happen all the time. Yeah. I think it's actually one of the most noble things you can do to die doing something you love, right? So these people that die rock climbing, base jumping, mm-hmm. uh, you know, skydiving, whatever, it's probably like the best way they could go out. That's probably the the best way they can imagine to, to leave yeah. um, this earth. And honestly... I feel like it's a it's a difficult question because everybody wants to live as long of a life as possible, right? But it's not necessarily the length of the life you live. It's how much you can pack into that life and how much you can experience. I think Abe Lincoln said, it's not the years in your life that matter, but the life in your years. Damn. Damn. Like, Fuck. Abe Lincoln was yeah. on to <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's so, spitting. So um, that being said, it's the the death part isn't the sad part i don't think there is a sad part to that um that's also one of my big drivers is i think that there's a very negative connotation around death Mm -hmm. um in especially western culture i mean mostly around the entire world everybody thinks of death as a sad thing yeah right um there are very few cultures that actually celebrate death Mm -hmm. they they celebrate the good life you lived you know, all you got to experience the the actual opportunity that you had a life. You know, it, it's crazy to be just a, a single piece of this existence and, and to see everything. You know, to, to to be a part of something bigger than you could ever imagine. Yeah. Um. So death is almost like the. It's it's explained by I actually read a book called Fear. Um. By by this uh spiritual teacher, his name's Osho. Uh, he he says that death is a crescendo of life, so it's like the the pr- the prime peak of life, right? Because it's not it's not necessarily life ending, but you're almost w- like tr- seeing what's on the other side of death. You've experienced all of life, you don't know what's on the other side of death. You know, you you have your theories, right? Heaven, hell, afterlife. Uh, nothing, right? Nothing. Atheists believe nothing. Yeah. Uh, um, but if you can overcome the fear of death, you can be excited for death, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can go into it with love, fascination, and this kind of uh, just openness to see what's on the other side, right? Because obviously... Energy cannot be created or destroyed, right? And your your body is made up of energy. That's why everything moves. That's why you move. Life is motion, right? Mm-hmm. So it has to go somewhere. Yeah. It has to go somewhere. And we don't know what happens. We don't know where it goes, what, what happens. But, but that's the exciting part, you know? <laughs> I think a lot of people shy away from the unknown. They think it's scary because they don't know what's going to happen, right? Um, the unknown can be very scary, but it can also be very exciting, because you you don't know what's on the other side it's it's a, it's a total surprise it right? could be the best thing that ever happens it could to be you. it could be better than life and and you don't know yeah. and you really don't know so i honestly don't know what to say sometimes like Yo. you're literally leaving me speechless i swear to god <laughs> Loki, me too um i was so i took an art history class um last semester uh, of my school or my whatever um <laughs> college years yeah, and yeah. uh so 
almost every past um like culture that has lived has celebrated life and they throw these massive like um rituals Mm -hmm. for for death and they're celebrating death Mm -hmm. and you wonder why um so i wonder where that switch really happened of going from celebrating death to i guess mourning mourning it yeah yeah it's 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 interesting no that's all i was gonna say it's definitely an interesting thing because it's like i feel like a lot of it comes from attachment right because people are like oh oh i miss them so much you know like they were such a good person in my life Mm -hmm. but you can easily flip that right And, and you could say oh i'm so grateful to have experienced them for them to have been a large piece of my life and they'll live with me forever in my memories right mm-hmm. like like so, somebody who leaves your life and, and and passes away is not gone ever they're always in your head mm-hmm. memories are one of the best gifts a human has and you can definitely flip the script around people passing away and say more i'm grateful to have experienced them i'm grateful they got the chance to experience life and peace be with them wherever they are yeah. right that's about all you can say it's like yeah. the saying don't cry because it's over smile because it happened <laughs> yeah like all that you still have all the memories the good memories with people yeah, yeah. As, as cliche and redundant as the <laughs> saying yeah. is it's actually true mm-hmm. really true you know it it's so many of those sayings that are uh, redundant and mm-hmm. and just repeated all the time are just turn into like jokes almost but it's but the, the truth behind them is is still there mm-hmm. yeah yeah. I think I'm just really glad that you decided to do like spreading your mindset versus anything else, any other business you literally could have done. You decided to spread what you think because you have such just like a good outlook on life. It's such it's I feel like almost everything you talk about is positive and that's that's the direction it should be going. <laughs> and there's just not people like you in this world. Literally, there's just not. Um, so I'm glad you're like spreading uh, what you believe is right, and 310,000 other people think so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was also going to say, I think it's really interesting um, if, like, any of your followers get to watch the full podcast because you, uh, I know you make, like, YouTube videos on the side and stuff, but TikTok's your main platform, so it's going to be really cool to see you on long uh, form yeah. versus, like, I don't know, this podcast could be fucking two hours if we want to make it two hours. Um, so it's really going to be be cool to see you on this podcast versus like seeing like minute long clips you know it's really, yeah it's really cool yeah i have thought about that actually because uh my followers only know me from 30 to 45 second videos you know maybe maximum two minutes maximum yeah. two minutes i all I, I try to make all my videos 45 seconds mm-hmm. which is like all you get is 45 seconds of me each time you know yeah mm-hmm. people don't get the, the 10 minute explanation of my life story on tiktok mm-hmm do you think it's going to be interesting to, uh, like, do you think you're going to get any, like, feedback, fr- like, from this? Like, wow, this is a crazy take. Like, now that they get to really, like, you really get to open up and say, like, you know, you can put in the filler stuff that you want to say. You get to explain the full thing. I guess you can do yeah. that on TikTok um, with short-form content, but it's just, I don't know, it's interesting. I don't know. I mean, depends who watches it, of yeah. course, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it definitely gives me a lot more room for explanation. Yeah, I like TikTok because it pushes me to be concise with everything and, and not uh, ramble about stuff that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, sometimes there's stuff I like to add into videos that I think is important, but I don't get the chance to because it just makes the video too long. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's a it'll definitely be good for people who want more from me. You yeah. know, they get the full uncensored version of you, the length, the uncut yeah. one. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, um, I was gonna say. Are you trying to move to any more platforms beyond TikTok and grow a bigger following on that? Because I know like Instagram, you're starting to yeah, Instagram and YouTube, Instagram and YouTube. Yeah, I think that's where most of my audience is. Okay. At first, I was like, oh, I gotta expand, and I was like, I gotta go, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Twitter, yeah, LinkedIn, Facebook, Facebook, yeah. and I was like, hold on a second, hold on a second, where's my audience? I was mm-hmm. like, on TikTok, they're on Instagram, they're on YouTube. I was like, those are the three I'm going to try to focus on. Because mm-hmm. I've heard just way too many stories of people um, focusing on one platform, and it, it's kind of scary because it could just be gone tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And everything you've worked so hard on is just, like, out the door. So I think, like, yeah, expanding out is definitely something um, to do. And I know you're – you. I mean, you've done a lot. You're. Um, I know you have something coming out in February. Is a – well, I know you have. It's not. It's separate from the mailing list, right? Yeah. You have that weekly. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Fucking go do that. P- people watching, better go do that, <laughs> yeah. bro. Yeah. Um, but you want to talk on that? Yeah, sure. So it's uh, it's my first like, real one-on-one experience. For a while, I was selling like one-on-one calls and, uh, just like if people wanted to have me as like their mentor, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, they could sign up for that, but I, I never really made it specific. It was always just kind of whatever you want, you know, we'll talk about whatever you want. So nobody was really interested in it because I wasn't solving anybody's problems. I wasn't um, actually helping people on something specific that I have expertise in, you know, that I can actually talk about and help them with. So now, uh, now that I've gotten like really clear and I've really narrowed down on what I want to focus on, which is like the living an extraordinary life, you know, adventure, fun, travel, and then like focusing on how to do that, which is by mostly overcoming your fears and building a, like a freedom oriented mindset. Um, So I'm kind of trying to condense that all into one little package. Everything I know about it is going to be in there and it's it's just going to be like a yeah, just me explaining the stuff, giving all the tools, all the tips, all the tricks people need to um, change their perspective, change their mindset, really flip the script on their life, as well as one-on-one time with me, you know, talking, going over issues, problems, that kind of stuff. That's awesome. I'll be signing up. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you join like a one-on-one and it's just me in the it's call. <laughs> Could you imagine? Jake, um, you could... You could hop That's on a call sick. with me anytime you'd like. Let's go. For free, for free, for free. No charge. <laughs> yeah, let's go. That's nice of you. I'd charge his ass. <laughs> yeah. I know you would, though. Um, but yeah, that's sick. Uh, I'm really excited for that. When's that coming out? I mean, lo- low-key plug. I don't know if anyone... Come promo. February 15th. Yeah. If I get it done on time. <laughs> I got like 20-something days. I have so much fucking work to do, but... Yeah, bro. You know, you'll We're get grinding. It We're grinding. Yeah. For sure. Um... By the way, I also just wanted to say, Kevin and I, before you came, we were, t- like, going over our topic list, and I don't think we've talked about talked about one of our topics we yet. We both had, like, there was, like, six questions or something like that that Jake had. I had the same fucking six, so, but we I don't think we've said it. We haven't touched one on yet. one of the topics yeah. yet, so this is, like, great. We're, like, really, 
Um, you're killing it. Uh, dude, Thank you. I'm surprised you haven't started something like this, uh, like, like a podcast or just like where you sit down and talk because you're amazing at it. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about it. Um, it's, it's definitely crossed my mind. I, it's something on my to-do list, I think, for the future to keep building my brand as well once I get some, some experience under my belt with like helping people and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think that w- one of my next steps is really going to be trying to talk to people who have similar mindsets, similar experiences, really get their perspective and mm-hmm. kind of build up, use that to build upon mine and then deliver more value to the people who I'm trying to help. That's definitely on my to-do list. Yeah. That's one thing that's like I really respect about what you're creating <laughs> is that you're providing value. I think maybe one out of 30 TikToks provide value. You know what I mean? I think it's less than that. Like one out it, of 100. It maybe. probably is. And, and what you're creating is valuable too. Like people might scroll past your video or like they might watch it, scroll past it. But like what you're like saying is genuinely valuable information that people can extract and and put into their own lives to make their lives better it's just sad people don't take the initiative to you know what i mean yeah so yeah that's why i'm trying to be that that extra little push people need you know a lot of people know they have it inside them um most people have it in, in them they just fall victim to social conditioning and um social pressures I guess you could say, and they don't allow themselves to express their true self. So hopefully that's my goal is I could be that little push. Yeah. Have you, Oh, did you want to, you can go real quick. I was just going to say, have you ever had anybody reach out and be like, yo, you fucking like changed my life or something like that? Or even like smaller things. Yeah. I, I get a decent amount of DMS. I I probably respond to like five, six, seven DMS a day. Really? For like the past couple months. So, I I mean, it's not like a lot, but it's a lot of people reaching out to me with questions Mm -hmm. or they're just reaching out to say like, dude, thank you for your content. Like you've had a big impact on my life. Like, thank you. That, how does that feel? Like that's got to feel crazy. Yeah. It it feels good. Put a nice smile on your face. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's weird because I know it feels good. Like I know I'm doing something right. Um, (coughs) but then again, I've never needed the, the validation it's always just come from in me. Like it feels like something I need to do. Mm-hmm. Like I need to get this message and this idea out in, into the world. So it's not like I'm forcing myself to make videos and then I need the validation of other people to to uh, keep me making those videos, you know? Yeah. Like I'm going to make them either way. Um, but it definitely feels good uh, knowing I have something to provide. That's sick. Yeah. Awesome. What, yeah. What are you gonna say? Do you have like an end goal with all like your social media platforms and stuff like that? Do you have a spot that you want to get to? I know it's kind of that's a big, such a hard question. That's like yeah. a big loaded question. But do you have like a rough, like a rough idea or anything like that? Like, sorry, the mic just or the camera just turned off. It was thirty minutes. So we gotta uh, okay. Put back on. Um, an end goal. Not necessarily. Okay. I don't really have a destination in mind. I'm just kind of going along for the journey. Very cool. Um. Ideally, I really want to, I guess after I'm like done or, or ready to move on to something bigger than just what I can provide, um, I want to find ways to collaborate with other people and find and really expand the amount of people I can help. So it's not just people who want to get over their fears, right? I can collaborate with somebody else helping 
a group of people who want to be more confident and somebody else helping people who want to make more money online and somebody else who is helping people learn how to meditate and tap into their like more spiritual uh, existence, you know, and kind of get all these people together into one. And that's my main idea is to find a central location for, for people to get all their basic growth needs in, in, in one place. Dude, that's like, you, y'all are going to take over the world. If you find 10 <laughs> people like you, bro, that's going to be a dangerous group. Of yeah, that, that, <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want. Group. Um, but that's sick. I think that's like really cool. Um, Thank you. That you're looking to explore that way. Are you are, are you already doing that now? Because I, I know you said that's your end goal. But like, I mean, I've thought about ideas. Okay. Am, am I working on it right now? No, because it's not a priority right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's five, ten years down yeah. the line, you know. Um, I already have a lot on my plate. So yeah, <laughs> I got to focus on the steps that are going to get me into a position where I can execute that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I guess we could finally jump into our topic list now. I have okay. one question that I want to hit. Do you make your bed in the morning? Because that's like the main thing for yes. people. You do? Yeah. Okay. I was. That's why I figured. I mean, it takes me like, like thirty seconds, a minute, but I just like fluff my pillows, and like make sure that the sheets are like nice and even on my bed, and that's mm-hmm. about it. I just have one cover. Like I don't like tuck it in. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, you it, iron the whole feel, bed yeah, across. I feel like when you make something <coughs> like that too complicated, then you're just not gonna end up doing it. You know, it, mm. it has to be something easy that you actually put like a little bit of effort into, and and then that's how you stick with it. Yeah, but yeah, because Kevin, I know you were a big. Make your bed. You don't make your bed, right? Fuck no. <laughs> You're failing the first s- task of I the know. day. Um, no, I know. I really do. Uh, I actually, It's funny. I sent Nick a video. Um, and remember we were texting about this. Um, it was like five things you could do in the morning to make, um, I don't know, just to be like more productive. And uh, Yeah, it was, it was a good video. I don't think make your bed was one of them. But like it was like put your phone uh, in the other room or something like that. Um, but yeah, I do not make my bed. I really should. I got it. Honestly, the only thing that keeps me making my bed is getting into a made bed at night. Yeah. That's it's, what... it's less the satisfaction of like, oh, nice. I finished the first task of the day. And it's more like looking at my bed at like 1030 at night and being like, damn, I am fucking tired. <laughs> and then lo- and it's all nicely made. And I just get excited <laughs> to fucking crawl in and fall asleep. Yeah. I forget who I heard it from. but They said that's the two reasons. You compete. You complete the first task of the day, then you're setting yourself up for a better day. Mm-hmm. And if you have a really miserable fucking day, you can go to bed in a made bed that's just waiting for you. Yeah, I think it's, I think like yeah, it's good to get into like a nice made bed, but I also think it's beyond it, beyond that um, conceptually because you're also like like you said, you're kind of really starting your day off, and if you can do that one little task, for, I don't know, thirty days in a row, then you're already you already built a pretty good habit, and that's. Yeah already a better step in life i think one big thing as well as just like keeping your environment clean and i think making your bed is one of those things Mm -hmm. they say your environment is like a direct reflection of of your mind so like if your mind is a mess if your thoughts are all over the place your room is going to be like guaranteed look around your room you're going to have shit on the floor you're going (laughs) to have things are going to be out of place clothes are going to be not not in your hamper dirty clothes are just going to be thrown on the ground and then you start kind of cleaning up put things in your in their place you keep your environment clean and then things in your brain just kind of start to organize. Yeah. Um, so I know, uh, you said this was like when, when we were first talking, 
you talked about screen time. Some people have like 13, 14 hours. Yeah. First off, fucking nuts. If you have 13 or 14 hours, <laughs> there's something wrong with you, low key. Um, so beyond unhealthy. And I even think my numbers right now are pretty bad. But um, I wanted to ask you because you actually had a video recently go do really, re- really well on TikTok about screen time uh, or kind of about you kind of covered the idea of screen time. Um, what's your screen time? Um, typically, uh, just because it, it depends on the amount of work I'm doing on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also going to mention, yeah, it can vary because if you're using it, like you said, uh, I know a while ago, you said you use TikTok as a tool, not as yeah. a, 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 a channel for consumption. Yeah. It's different. You know what I mean? So that's like purposefully using your phone, although, it, you know, it's still it reads it as screen time. Yeah, of course. yeah. So like. Here's the thing. My screen time is going to be different than a high school kid. Yeah. Right? Because a high school kid could actually have a million better things to do, like paying attention in school, hanging out with friends, and, mm-hmm. like, and doing homework. Right? But me, who is like an actual creator, I'm posting, I'm responding to comments, um, <coughs> I'm uploading videos. Usually, it'll probably be about four hours. Uh, I, I'm actually trying to lower it mm-hmm. as well because that's still not, I, I still want to get that as low as possible. Um, but yeah, yeah. Four hours, uh, sometimes a little more, sometimes five. And that's when I start to get disappointed in myself. I, I'm, I'm like, damn, yeah, five hours. Like, that's not good. That's <laughs> like not you good. You see it pop up at the end of the week and you're like. Fuck, yeah, bro. so I have like a little screen time widget on my phone oh, nice. that shows my screen time and shows like which apps I was using. So I'll usually just, as I'm going to like an app or something, I'll look at it and it'll say like four hours, five hours. Um, but it, when I'm not at home, when I'm not working on TikTok, when I'm not posting videos, when I'm just like on vacation doing something fun, I will check my screen time and sometimes it'll be under an hour. That is crazy. I, I've checked my screen time at the end of the day. I think the lowest I saw it was like, was like, oh, what was it like 51 minutes or something like that yeah. at that, the end of the that's day? Impressive. That's got to be the best feeling ever. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's so good. And when you start really focusing on lowering your screen time, you notice the difference because now when I'm with a group of friends, um, and let's say we're sitting at a table eating dinner, right? I'll be sitting there. I just eat without my phone because I've gotten used to eating without my phone. Mm-hmm. I'll pick my head up and I'll look around and I'm the only one not on my phone. Everybody else is eating, staring at their phone, scrolling. And I just look around. I'm like, damn, I'm really the only one not <laughs> fucking scrolling right now. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy and it happens all the time. It happens mm-hmm. all the time when I'm with people. Everybody is always staring at their phone, eating, and I, I, it's become normal for me mm-hmm. to not use my phone. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought I, th- I think it's pretty funny. Um, our like uh, friend group, people um, when they would be on their phones and when we were doing something like when you <coughs> want to be in the moment, we'd call them out by saying you're a screenager, yeah, yeah. right? And it has no it like I've done it throughout my life in general, dude. That was a loud yeah, crack. Yeah, yeah, ankles are. <laughs> fu- <laughs> Fucked. My ankles are fucked. <laughs> um, 
but I started doing it throughout my life and it genuinely brings people back to the present and brings, yeah. brings them off their phone because it, it makes them feel like guilty about themselves yeah. almost. It's a really good practice, low key. Someone's on their phone when they shouldn't be, be like you fucking screenager, like, yeah, bro, yeah. get off your damn phone. And they yeah. will for the most part. Yeah. It's actually funny because I I found a, a type of video on TikTok that actually works really well. It seems very counterintuitive. But I literally yell at people to get off of their phone. Yeah, um, I've seen those. Yeah, one that did in- incredibly well. It's at like three point three million or three point four million. Holy, it's, fuck. it's a lot. <laughs> the 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 first like 10, 15 seconds of the video is me bringing the person back to the present moment. Mm-hmm. So I literally point at the screen and I'm like, "You're watching TikTok right now, right?" So immediately they're like, "Oh yeah, I am watching TikTok, right?" Because you forget, you forget, you're scrolling. You totally forget what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? And then I go, okay. So now you're aware you're watching TikTok, and now since I've said that, it like immediately brought them. So uh, oh, I do know I'm watching TikTok, right? And then you're aware that you're aware you're watching TikTok. You're aware of your awareness. That's like a big step in awareness is <coughs> de- developing awareness that you are aware. <laughs> like you know, right now that you know you're on a podcast right <laughs> yeah Does i swear to god sense? if you make me start manually breathing i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. get fucking mad at you hey manually breathing is is is, is a great way to uh to to bring presence into your life yeah. but yeah i know what that, you mean after that i pretty much said because now that they're present and they're aware you know you you go from your phone being the only thing your consciousness is focused on to being able to focus on your phone what's behind your phone What's to the right of you? What's to the left of you? Who's around you? Right? Mm-hmm. The noises that, that you're hearing. And it makes it a lot easier to put down your phone because you realize what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's, oh, I always get comments of people like, dude, why don't you get off TikTok, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, you're on here posting videos. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, man. You're fucking stupid. And I'm just like, okay. Like beta, you didn't understand the yeah. message. You didn't. People understand are the so fucking stupid. Like we'll be live, and someone will join and be like, "Look at these two fucking kids wasting their time on TikTok live." Like, and you're wasting your time scrolling yeah. through TikTok yeah, yeah. live. Who, it's like, what the fuck? Like that's what baffles me always is people comment about people wasting time on TikTok. You're commenting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're on TikTok wasting your time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just a a way to make themselves feel better about them wasting their time you know because when you when you diminish somebody else and and make them bring them down to your level you feel better about yourself yeah we could actually talk about that because i reached out to you when we first started and i was like bro like did you encounter this um because we were i mean yeah like you you saw it firsthand we were really getting fucking (coughs) killed in the beginning it was was Um, rough and you said um i don't know just like negative breeds negative and that's like that was like really powerful and that made me realize like i shouldn't give a fuck about what these people are saying you know what i mean it's good yeah you have to realize that by you guys starting a podcast you are becoming a player on the field you're no longer on the sidelines right everybody who is watching is on the sidelines think about how easy it is when you're watching football to yell at the tv to tell somebody to do something better my dad does it all the time. He, <laughs> he, he, he looks at the TV and he goes, he gets paid millions of dollars to catch a football and he can't catch it. I can catch a football better than him. And I'm like, you tell him, dad, like, like you go out there next time and you catch that football, right? Yeah. Because 
nobody understands what it's like to be on the field actually playing the game mm -hmm. un until you're doing it. So like a creator would never shit on you guys for starting a podcast because you guys are actually trying. Mm -hmm. You're doing something, right? People are always going to criticize. Um, and uh, honestly, it's it, like I said, it's because it's easy to mm -hmm. criticize. Yeah. No, that's why I'm like really happy you're here because I think that's the direction we want to go in. It's like we want to get these big creators on our podcast. You know, that's like the goal. Um, and we want to get insight on stuff like that. Uh, but just starting out, that's like once you hit that first like uh, big um, time, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, um, yeah. Then it's like from there, it's, you know, you just keep going up. So. Yeah. And like I said, attention is attention, right? Yeah. So, so even though people were joking on your podcast, like making fun of whatever you were doing. Mm -hmm. Attention's attention. Yeah. Um, and you can turn attention into something good. Like I was just thinking like a few, literally like maybe like an hour ago. Think about like X, right? Like look at me was a meme song. It was a total meme song. <laughs> yeah. Everybody would just like, like, like yeah. bang their head yeah. to it just because it was like a funny ass song. Mm -hmm. And then he turned all that attention into something beautiful with his his question mark album mm -hmm. right? pop smoke was like also kind of an example of that you have to think of how his transition in music right he started with like everybody was just like damn this guy's got like a really deep voice and he makes some crazy crazy music <laughs> like dior, think about dior. Yeah, yeah yeah dior right and then he goes on to make i forgot the name of the album shoot, shoot for the stars not, yeah like aim, for, aim for the moon someone someone yeah, with the so moon and the stars i, I totally fear but he that album became like so popular and he turned the, the negative attention towards his well i don't know negative funny right yeah, yeah uh, whatever attention he, he was getting he turned it into like his uh attention for his new album which was actually completely different than any of his other music mm -hmm. you know? yeah that's a good direction for a lot of um artists as in like rappers singers i'm gonna grab my sweatshirt yeah yeah of course okay. you're chilling bro um but like I know Mac Miller, a lot of his later songs were just, like, super beautiful. And I wouldn't even call it a song. It was just, like, artwork at that point. You know what I mean? Um, a huge change from his original art. Yeah, yeah. He went went from, like, rapping about, like, I don't know, fucking bitches. <laughs> TV um, to watch my movie. Yeah. Um, to, like, just, like, really beautiful stuff. So, it's yeah, cool. Exactly. Um, I think I want to jump into a little bit more of my... Um, my topic list. Okay. So, uh, I, I mean, we talked about this a little bit when we went on our like parkour excursion. Um, you did your water, your water fast, right? Mm -hmm. Three day water fast. Um, I don't know. I just want to hear like, how did it go? Like, what did you, what did you do? Um, stuff like that. Okay. So yeah, I did a three day water fast at the beginning of January. <coughs> um, where I only drank, well, not only water. It was water, tea, uh, a coffee if I wanted, but I didn't have any coffee. Oh, nice. Just no, um, and lemon. Lemon and salt, just to make sure I was hydrated, and lemon for a little bit of flavor. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much anything under, that was going to be like under five calories a day. Because they, I think they consider breaking your fast over 100 calories a day. So I was drinking just green tea, um, herbal teas, which I don't know if I was supposed to be doing. I read a little bit online about like being careful of natural flavors and stuff because they can uh, 
like satiate you, make you not as hungry. So mm. I, d- I don't know if I fucked that up, if I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. Tasty. Either way, I went three days without any food at all, um, just lemon, salt, some tea, and water. Um, and then it, it, it was honestly pretty easy. I'm not going to lie. I, it was surprisingly easy. I, I was hungry. I didn't really get any stomach pains. I didn't get any headaches. I did feel a little weak, uh, jittery at points where I think my body was using adrenaline to, (laughs) to keep me awake and running. Um, but then my, the first meal I had after three days (laughs) chicken 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 soup. soup. (laughs) My my mom made it homemade. It was the best chicken noodle (laughs) soup I've ever eaten in my entire life. No cap. Like, like I have never tasted anything better in my entire life. I I could taste every individual spice that she put into the soup. I swear to God. I was like, "Mm, celery, mm, onion. Like this was on a different level. It was actually phenomenal. Yeah. The the gratitude for food was through the roof, Mm -hmm. through the roof. Dude. Yeah. That's like, I don't know. I can't imagine that first bite. Bro probably took that bite. Just like most insane yeah. thing um and it was weird because it wasn't like i was rushing to eat like the bowl was there and i was like oh my god i gotta eat like i sat there and i stared at it for a second yeah. i was like wow like this is gonna be awesome and i just like <laughs> sat there for like a minute just like looking at the soup it's like yeah like yeah, hyping it yeah. up like, yeah 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 yeah, literally. yeah and finally i was just like nice and slowly took my first sip it was mm. awesome i'm um Cause I'm not gonna lie, you're a different breed. You just are. So <laughs> you're him. <laughs> you're him. Um, I like. I don't think you're the average person. So my thought, like, if I were to do this water fast, I wonder how it would go for me. Cause I genuinely think, like, you just have one of the strongest mindsets ever. Like, you can do anything you want, and you can make it happen. Um, but I think um, I'm I'm just curious about like what the average person, like, would you try it, Kevin? Yeah, you I try. would try. I actually thought about trying it after you did it. Yeah, I did I too. Debated it, <laughs> I debated it, but I know I wouldn't, because I get, I feel like my stomach would just like fuck itself over. But yeah, yeah, I, and I feel like most of, um, I I mean more so America. Like you go to Europe and you sit down at dinner and they give you a fucking fourth of the portion that America does. But uh, um, so more so America. But I guess around the world, like people have way too many people have an unhealthy relationship with food and they don't understand that. So Huge. it's yeah huge huge is Bad. your relationship with food my parents were saying yesterday because i was like talking to them about food mm-hmm. and uh how i'm trying to stay away from certain things and they were like what's the point of life if you're not going to enjoy it <laughs> i was like okay if all i did was eat food that tasted good because i enjoyed it all i would eat is fucking oreos and lay's <laughs> potato chips right yeah but that's not the relationship you have to have with food. Of course, your food should be delicious. Your food is delicious for a reason, so you eat it, right? If your food tasted bad, you wouldn't eat it. <laughs> but there's the bigger aspect of food is energy. It is fuel. It is there to, to keep you alive, <laughs> to help you build muscle, to give you energy for not only today, but for tomorrow, Yeah. right? And you, you're not supposed to feel sluggish and tired after you eat a big meal you're just not like if you eat a meal and you stop before you're full like you stop at like 70 80 percent full you're gonna be a lot you're gonna feel a lot lighter you're gonna feel a lot lighter 
you're going to have a lot more energy and you're going to, and you're not going to crash as hard. You're not going to feel like you want to take a nap. Mm-hmm. And I think focusing on just the, the nutrition of the food, the energy it's going to give you as well as trying to make things tasty. Um, yeah. you have to find a balance of like all three. Yeah. I think that's one people, uh, or one thing people really struggle with is that like, Oh, I'm going on a diet. I'm going to eat fucking celery and, and, and these bland ass salads. Like, bro, you don't have to do that. Um, I like when quarantine first started at that, that was one of my biggest like focuses was trying to make this like really good food, but while keeping it healthy, um, because I had the time, you know what I mean? And, um, like I would, I was making all these really, really great things. And it was like, it was like the best things I've ever had in my life. And it was good. You know what I mean? And I think that like, um, once people, once they want to make a change and they get over that mindset, um, of wanting to eat healthy while still, uh, making it tasty. Once you're beyond eating fucking wings and pizza every day, um, it'll come naturally that like, you'll start to like healthier foods more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's very simple. Yeah. Eat real food. Yeah. If it comes from a factory, don't eat it. <laughs> it's really that simple. Like the earth has everything you need to survive. You don't need science lab Doritos. Yeah. Right. You, you, you don't need marshmallows. Right. You, like <laughs> you just don't. That's such a good example. <laughs> you just don't. You um, don't. you really don't. And if you just narrow it down to simple foods that you can pronounce <laughs> and the least ingredients possible, um, then that's that's the key. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Good ingredients, as good ingredients as you can find, and as few ingredients as you can find, like ground beef, and as one ingredient, an impossible burger, has like. 15 ingredients you can't pronounce right that's why it's an impossible burger (laughs) because it's impossible to pronounce anything on the nutrition label and that's funny it's crazy because people switch to these diets of real food their acne clears up eczema goes away they have more energy they they lose weight people lose weight eating ground beef butter eggs because they don't realize that all other crap they were eating was actually causing them to gain weight when if you just eat things like butter and milk and cheese and meat along with like fruits maybe some vegetables um maybe basic carbs like potatoes and rice like you're not gonna gain weight yeah it's actually crazy there's a there's a compound in uh in butter um stearic acid it signals to your fat cells to shrink in size Damn. So so eating butter actually That's causes insane. you to lose weight. <laughs> Damn. And people don't realize that. It's like butter is 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 criminalized Dude, in the modern world. I we could get fucking deep into butter, bro. There is way too many people that <laughs> That was worded a little weird. <laughs> we could get way too deep into this cuz bro, there is you know that um it's it's so good. It's not butter or like what's that? What's that fucking uh, brand? Yeah, yeah. That, it's Oh my god! You know, I know what I'm exactly talking about? Exactly what you're though. talking about, because the the people I follow shit on it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um. I yeah I I totally forgot. Oh my it's. god! I forget the name. Yeah, but there's this brand. It's like it's so good. You'd think it's butter or so, it's like something yeah, like that. I, I gotta so, look yeah, it up. Yeah, look it up. I gotta look it up. Um, you talk. So, there like I've been seeing this way too much. It's in my apartment at school. 
because one of my roommates eats it. Um, it's, I, I don't know. It's just everywhere, right? I see it everywhere. And I think I was talking to my girlfriend about it. And um, I don't know why I said girlfriend. Like, you both know Lauren. Yeah. Um, I guess She's my cousin, me. so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's <laughs> At least we don't think so. Anyway, um, I just see it everywhere. And the crazy thing is, most people think it's butter. That's scary. Yeah. I, I would hope, like, the people that I've talked to about it, which is actually quite a few, think it's butter. I'm like, that's not real butter. It's made from these, like, like fucking seed oils or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, vegetable oil. Um, just insane to me. Yeah. I'm like, you should not be eating that. <laughs> the, the brand is, I can't believe it's not butter. Oh, uh, that's it. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, yeah, I can't either. Right? <laughs> like, I, like, I can't believe it either. Because yeah. it's not. It's not. Um, but, but, yeah, it it's crazy that people think that's better for you. Unreal. I don't get it. Is seed oil, like hydrogenized vegetable oils, like, like corn oil, um, soybean oil, canola, canola oil. oil. Yeah. Uh, they're all the same shit, right? Mm -hmm. Um, sunflower seed oil, safflower oil. Yep. It, it's machine lubricant. Before, <laughs> literally. It, it literally is. It is literally machine lubricant. Like they, <laughs> they used to use it to oil machines and up until like a hundred years ago they started feeding it to people <laughs> why i don't know how Jeez. i don't know i don't know but it's crazy because you look be before that point i mean don't quote me on this i'm not a fucking professional right but from what i've seen you you look before that point and there's very 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 low obesity and then seed oils are introduced and you look at the consumption of seed oils along with the chart of the increase in obesity, and they line up almost one-to-one. One, <laughs> Way one too One similar. to one, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's really just like any processed food in general. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, M mostly, yeah. Same. But yeah, they, you can't even digest them. Yeah. Uh, I think they have a half-life of like eight years or something, so they get oh, stored Jesus. in your body for years yeah. at a time, you know? I mean, most of them you probably just poop out. Yeah. Right? But because but the the little fat that you do store from that when you're eating potato chips, right? Shit, tons of vegetable oil because that's what they're fried in. Yeah. Um, we actually talked about this about Liver King and how he oh yeah he like has perfect poops, bro. <laughs> like the ideal <laughs> peak human shit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, apparently when you switch to foods like that, you uh, you just poop less yeah because it's more bioavailable so your body absorbs more of the stuff oh. you're actually like he doesn't eat any fiber at all right oh liver king yeah he eats no, <laughs> that's what oh is that what you said yeah he eats yeah. so oh, little okay. fiber he eats, okay. no, he eats almost no fiber i mean maybe the little bit he gets from like potatoes like, yeah. it, like if potatoes have any fiber mm -hmm. oh avocado he eats avocado avocado has a, a, a good amount of fiber mm -hmm. um but is majority meat, majority fat. Eats very little carbs, um, and the, your body just absorbs most of it. Because I mean, the most bioavailable forms of of protein are gonna be milk, cheese, egg, or, or, or meat, cheese, uh, milk. You know, dairy. Mm -hmm. So meat and dairy are most bioavailable forms of protein. Everything else, it just starts going down. Your body doesn't absorb all the protein. You could eat fifteen grams of uh, lentils, right? Like 15 grams of protein from lentils and you'll only get 11 
10 of those grams, you oh, know, because yeah, your body yeah. doesn't absorb all of it. So it's not actually 15 grams of protein. But like a steak, like 15 grams of protein of a steak is going to be 15 grams of protein. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, it makes sense, right? Like like supports like. You know, you mm. eat meat, it's going to help you build muscle. Yeah. Right? I want to go back to the fast real quick. How did you feel mentally and physically during those three days compared to like when you were eating normally? Dude, honestly, my mind was really clear and I had a good amount of energy. I mean, I was consuming a little bit of caffeine and I don't ever, well, actually more recently I started having a little bit of caffeine every day. Um, But just the green tea I was drinking probably helped me a little bit. I honestly felt uh, like really clear minded. Um, and I had a good amount of focus. I had a lot done in, wow. the, in those three days. Um, energy was pretty decent, I gotta yeah. say. Yeah, I could. I mean, it was on your th- uh, was it second or third second. day that we went out? Second. Yeah, and I mean, you were, you seemed pretty good. I, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I would think like if someone was um, that deep into a fast, they're they're crippling like on their <laughs> on their bed, deathbed right there. Um, yeah. No, it's crazy. You can do so many more things than you think you can. Like. Mm-hmm. Like you've never gone a day without food, and it sounds like the worst thing in the world, but going a couple of days without food is is nothing. You know, people have gone forty days without food. Yeah. To Thirty days. You know. Um, so yeah, you could you could easily survive mm-hmm. one twenty four hours without <laughs> yep. food, right? Huh. But you've just never done it in your life, so it sounds scary. Dude, I gotta do a fucking water fast now. Let's do it yeah. together. You At the should. same time, let's do it. And then we could talk about it on the. P- oh fuck. I, it just went, I think. Yeah, I don't know why the camera does that. That's fine. Yeah, mine does the same thing. Yeah, I mean, we have the same camera. So yeah. Um, yeah, we, we should actually do that. You just, start, just start with a day. Yeah. Smart. Do a day. If we do the three days. Nick day, can be our coach. <laughs> on the third day, we should film to like update everyone on oh how God, we're doing be before cool. we end. That would be really cool. Yeah, Thanks, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to be your coach. Dude, I'm not a professional. I... My body is an experiment, and, yeah. I, and I, I tell people all the time, you don't have to listen to what I say. You don't have to follow what I do. I'm just a dude on the internet. I speak my mind. Yeah. Like, I'm not a professional. That's don't exactly take anything I say seriously, <laughs> but I'm going to share with you what I find, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what we say. We're just two dudes talking. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Everything we say could be fucking the opposite of what's real, you know? Like we true. actually started, we contemplated just making like, just spewing lies. <laughs> just like making up shit <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. That's, that always baffled me is like, you post something on the internet and you have to say, oh, I'm not a professional. I'm not qualified to give medical advice because then you could get sued by people. But you're on the internet. Why would you ever believe Yo. Anything you see on the internet fully without questioning it first. If you're scrolling through your For You page and you see a TikTok and you merely implement 100% of that TikTok in your life, you deserve something wrong <laughs> yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. You deserve for something to go wrong. Yeah. That's fucking pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. No, people need to learn critical thinking skills. Yeah. yeah. But people rely on TikTok like way too much. Yeah. Low key. Like if you see something on TikTok, just like, I don't know, do some deeper information yeah. digging on it to see if it's true. You know what I mean? That's I think. Th- oh, sorry. Oh, no, you go. Um, <laughs> I, I just. I, I was actually talking about this to my parents. It's actually f- like s- social media is a phenomenal platform because the algorithm has found exactly what the audience wants, right? So <laughs> if somebody is speaking the truth and they are, and it's resonating with people, they're going to gain traction on social media. 
So that's why you see people like Liver King with like millions of followers. You know, you have his his uh, I guess you'd say colleague, the other animal based guy, Carnivore MD, mm-hmm. right? You have people, um, like like a- Andrew Huberman. You know Andrew Huberman? I do. He, not. he has a Huberman Lab podcast. He's like a neuroscientist at, at Stanford, but but he has his own podcast, that's and it's cool. grown in popularity so much because he gives just quality information that that you usually wouldn't find by searching stuff on google Mm -hmm. so it's a great way to like reflect what people actually want but you also have to do your own digging you know and and (coughs) take everything with a grain of salt yeah what i to talk about like social media what i hate is like obviously social media thrives off of the audience the people on the apps but the people are so fucking stupid (laughs) like no one sees (laughs) like this is an issue we deal with so funny quite literally every single day no one they see something and they don't see past it like Mm -hmm. it's just on the face of what they see like we'll post a clip obviously like we fed into the hate on our podcast like by posting satire stuff like that and then we we? post we've never done that we'll post like a satire clip and then people still like make fun of it and they don't see the satire part of the clip and it's like are you fucking stupid? It's almost like embarrassing to the person. Yeah, uh, that's always baffled me as well as people see like uh, some sort of yeah satirical clip, right? Mm-hmm. And and you, and you go in the comments, people actually believe it's real. It's like, dude, do you really not see that this clip is like totally staged and yeah. made up? Yeah. Is it that difficult? for people to judge what's genuine and what's not because that's a scary idea mm-hmm. if you can't judge like what's genuine <laughs> yeah. and what's not i mean <coughs> sometimes it can be really difficult right some people are really good actors and they play it off really well mm-hmm. um but most of the time it's really obvious bro the same people commenting are the same ones eating i can't believe it's not funny. yeah <laughs> there's one clip that we have that's always like my ex- perfect example we got 250,000 views on me asking Jake if he showers naked. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. do you shower naked? He's like, no. <laughs> yeah. All right, bet. And then people are hating on Like, are you fucking? Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Oh, my it's God. Mad funny. They don't, they don't see that. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think, um, like, social media is low-key like a playground. It's literally, like, we're just having fun. Yeah. That's all, that's all it's yeah. really about, you know? Exactly. Don't try to kill yourself over it. Um, and we've learned to not take people too seriously on the internet, yeah. for sure. Honestly, the thing that always uh, just grounds me is I, I've actually learned to find compassion for the people who who mm-hmm. hate on me. This is a big Gary Vee thing. Yeah. Love Gary Vee. He'll say, like, if somebody comments something bad on your post, uh, just kill them with kindness, right? Mm-hmm. Be like, dude... I'm sorry you feel that way. If there's anything I could help you with, like, let me know. I'm here for you. Yeah. You know, and people, I've done that a couple times, multiple times, and people will always respond like, "Yeah, sorry, man, just going through a tough time." You know, and they'll open up. Yeah. And the comment before that might just be like, "Oh, this is gay," or, <laughs> or, or you know, stop posting this shit. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then you do that, and they they open up because what you realize is that people are always just projecting their insecurities on you. Mm. That's their internal state. Um, and when you think about that, right, like the person sitting on TikTok commenting negative comments on other people's posts, um, and you really just internalize it, like, wow, this person like doesn't like, 
they don't love themselves. Yeah. And then you just feel bad for them because you're like, this is the only way they know to cope with their, um, like to cope with their insecurities is by bringing other people down to their level to make themselves feel better about their own insecurities Mm -hmm. instead of taking action and actually doing something about it. I witnessed it for firsthand because um, it was after, uh, I don't know, I think it was after one of our clips did pretty well. Um, I got an Instagram DM. And so, well, first off, this meant that this guy went to from the O3FM TikTok to the O3FM Instagram and then from that Instagram to my personal Instagram. So he was like, he was doing some like digging to get to my personal Instagram. <laughs> then he DM'd me and he was like, I don't know, it was just like some bullshit, like fuck you, like quit what you're doing, whatever. And I sent him back like a, a paragraph about what you said because you actually told me that when we talked uh, about it a while ago. And I and I literally just like, bro, like I'm sorry, like whatever's happening in your life. Um, I, I should read it. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Um, and he and he's res- he responded back. He was like, oh, yeah, sorry, man. Like and it's just crazy to see that um, people will change up that quickly. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing this happened on the screen time clip. I actually want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. The guy commented. Second dude didn't even say what his screen time was. <laughs> the clip, he does say it, and it's literally subtitled when Jake says it. And I replied, I'm like, <laughs> he literally fucking said it. Yeah. And the dude the replied like emoji. an hour later is like, oh, yeah, my bad, bro. Love the content. Keep up the good work. Yeah, I'm he like, goes, love Are the you content. fucking kidding me, bro? Yeah, like, the what the fuck? It's and, usually people like that feel safe because they're behind a screen. Yep. Right? And the, the moment they get called out, they start they start shaking like a leaf, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And they can't handle the pressure anymore. They're like, oh, my God, they actually responded to me. Mm-hmm. You know? <sighs> and, and that's when they start to feel bad about their actions because they don't realize it in the moment mm-hmm. because they're safe behind a screen and they don't realize what they're doing. And then you call them out on it. <laughs> and then that's when they actually become aware of what they're doing. Yeah. It, it's also the same people... Like you click on the, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but if I click on someone who's hating, you go on their profile, zero posts, maybe like one follower, Some they follow like 5,000, but it, they have no connection to anything. It's, and it's, it's just like a burner account. It has no relation to their yeah. actual life because people feel the need to get on social media and just like criticize and get, I, I guess that's almost like a way to push, uh, anger and hate out of them, you know? Yeah. 99% of the people's profiles that I click on that are posting hate have nothing okay no no hate for anyone that like is interested in any of these but it's always one of like four things it's it's either i see nothing i see anime videos fortnite videos or roblox videos (laughs) spot on and and sometimes there's like sports highlights that's like a rough one one, sports yeah yeah. (laughs) and they're all sitting at like six views yeah. And it's like, well, I'm actually trying I'm actually out here trying to help people mm-hmm. and all you can focus on is how my head is square. <laughs> yeah. And it's like <laughs> I I I know my head is a cube. You don't have to tell me. Um Bro, focus hairline. on the video. Focus on the video. <laughs> Bro, why is Chewbacca sitting at the set <laughs> yeah, right now? Chill. Someone said <laughs> that recently. They said the about why Chewbacca. Why his leg so hairy, bro? <laughs> so chill. You, you had your sweatshirt pulled into here. It's like, bro, the air's are, bro's arm is so hairy. It looks like his sweatshirt's long. Yeah, sleeve. bro. <laughs> <laughs> they said it looked like I was wearing a sweatshirt because of the hair. Oh, my God. Oh, there's, like, there's like the common trend. It's like, oh, this is so podcast and the fire emojis. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And yeah. one kid commented that, and we replied on the O3FM account. 
And he's like, yeah, honestly, I don't hate you guys at all. I just wanted top comment and I wanted to get a lot of likes. Yeah. Well, I actually did an experiment um, with one of my friends. Uh, so I, I told one of my roommates, I go, bro, I'm going to tell you when I'm going to post a TikTok on our account. And I want you to go write, this is the podcast ever and some fire emojis. And he did it. And we did it for like a week or two straight. I think it was maybe 10 out of the 14 videos. He had top comment every single fucking time every single time and it's literally just because the first one that comments that comment will blow oh up oh my god there's actually one time yeah i did that insane. i made another account oh yeah this <laughs> this is fucking hilarious i commented it's like so like i made fun of jake on my with a second account or whatever and jake didn't even know it got like a thousand likes yeah. and then jake replied to the video <laughs> yeah, with the clip it was like like going back to the hate and he didn't even fucking know it was me yeah. oh my god so that's hilarious um that's but the yeah. thing is most of the likes it get, it, it gets are probably people not hating. They just think it's kind of funny. Exactly. You know, like I scroll through your comments sometimes. I'll see like, like, like people are creative. Oh, people, you know, they're... people are creative. And, and it's honestly kind of funny to mm-hmm. like when I see it. Um, it's just the, the, the comments that you know are targeted with like direct hate and anger towards your podcast that just, are just like, dude, come on, what are you doing? The other mm-hmm. ones, you, you can laugh at, chuckle at, move on with your life, not not really worry about it. You know, like, yeah, like bro, this is a podcast, or I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. the I don't know, some people put some damn creative stuff no, on there for there, sure. There's some really good ones that are genuinely good, and we get a good laugh out of them. Yeah. Um, it, but one of the things, uh, like, we, we haven't, like, there was one <laughs> point when we were getting, like, consistently, like, really good views back to back to back, and it was just, like, killing it. But um, I low-key think, like, we've gotten better, and we don't get as many comments. That's what I said that, like, a so. couple months ago. Like, mm-hmm. we've actually improved as a podcast. Therefore, our numbers have taken a little bit of a hit because there isn't as much to make fun of. Like, if you watch some of our first clips, they're, no, they fu- they're pretty of, fucking they're, shitty. They're, they're like, like, I would make fun of them, too. <laughs> Dude, that's how it's going to be with everything. The first yep. time you do something is always going to be the hardest, right? Mm-hmm. You're always going to be the worst at it. I remember posting my first video. Obviously, like, my first, like, five or six, the – TikTok tried to push out, so they got like a few hundred views. Literally, clip number, like video number, like six and seven mm-hmm. got zero views and two views. Damn. And on TikTok, that's like almost unheard of. Mm-hmm. You know, plugging um, in the cam. Yeah, plugging in the camera. Uh, okay. Good. Yeah. Um, on TikTok, that's unheard of. Yeah. And I sat there. I was like, damn, like these videos fucking suck. You mm-hmm. know. And I watched them and. I mean, that's honestly one of the best things you can do is watch your videos, realize that they suck, and then find out how to make them better. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was it. one of the cool things um, that I was really happy um, that we did was just keep pushing through, um, well, also the hate, but also uh, just making videos. Like we, like, we devoted ourselves to making a video a day, and there were some times, like, it would be like 11 at night and I'd be doing some shit, but I had to get that video out. So that consistency really um, stuck with us. And it was funny. Alex Drake actually sent, I don't know why I say his full name. It's just like, it's easy <laughs> to say his full name. Yeah. May as well add his address in there too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, uh, he sent me this video and it was a guy on a podcast talking about podcast statistics. And it, uh, they said, if you get past episode 20, you're already in the top 5% of podcasts because like no one yeah. goes beyond 
that. Uh, I'm pretty sure most podcasts don't go beyond episode like five. Dude, consistency is is huge. Yep. It's, it's fucking huge. Um, because without consistency, you don't get better. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the only reasons I'm where I'm at is because I've been posting almost every single day for a year. Mm-hmm. Sure, I've missed a day here and there. Sometimes I'll post four times a week. Sometimes I'll post five. Sometimes I'll post seven. Sometimes I, there was a time when I started, I was posting two, three times a day. I was posting 14, 15 videos a week, you know? (laughs) Um, And it's that, that that puts, you put in the reps, you put in the practice and you build the skills needed to keep making better and better videos. And you build the evidence for like why your videos are actually good, Mm -hmm. you know? That's like one of the best things that can happen to a creator is like an overnight success. Because like obviously if you want to be a good creator, you post a video, you wake up the next day and you're fucking viral. But it's also it can be one of the worst things because you never have the zero view videos that help you build what you're going to create. Like you don't get time to fuck up. Like that's what I think has been good with us. Like we've had this time to improve and then we're building and creating a better and better product every single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Failure is just feedback. What is? Damn, I like that. I've never heard that. Yeah, replace failure with feedback. It's like if you, do, I, I always say if you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. Mm-hmm. You're not doing enough things. You're not thinking outside the box enough. Yeah. Because that's really what's gonna make you grow. Is like, you just gotta post stuff that you don't know is gonna do well, but you're just gonna fucking try it anyway. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. tried that a couple times, that's, and we got it. Just like trying new stuff. Oh, of, course. Yeah, of course, we've got a record low view yesterday of three hundred and fifty-two. <laughs> but like, we tried it. We know what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. Nope. And the thing is, you might try something like that as well, and you might get ten million views if it's something new. You, know, you change one little thing about your video, and it's it, it flips the whole the, the whole scenario. I yeah. I I have posted videos where I posted. multiple times already multiple times there was one video that was at like 20k um and what i do is uh i I know the video could do better Mm -hmm. right so i i've gone into analytics i i go to watch time like retention right and i see in the in the graph where it dips random dips and i'll go to that point in the video i'll be like okay i fucked up here you Mm -hmm. know this clip was useless people didn't like it I'll go back into Premiere. I'll ch- take that chunk out completely. I'll re-edit the video, move stuff around, and then I'll re-upload it. Already twice this has happened to me. One video I posted sat at like 20K. Wa- went to analytics, took out a big chunk, reposted it. It's at like almost 800,000 now. Wow. Damn. I did it again with a video that was at 50K. I went, there was a, a one clip at like 10 seconds that turned people off. Like they immediately scrolled once I said that because they were like, this is fucking stupid. I thought it was a great part of the video. People didn't like it. Took it out completely, reposted it. It's at 1.3 million. Mm-hmm. So That's one, fucking insane. one five second clip at the beginning of my video stopped my video from from surpassing 50K. Yeah. You know, and now it's at... I don't know what the multiplier is for 50 to 1.4 million. <laughs> yeah. A fuck ton. 10, yeah. 10x, maybe even more. It's like, it's like 20, 30. Yeah. Um, 
so I mean, I'm from that. I'm getting that you're a big like analytics guy because like I've I've seen these podcasts with um, Mr. Beast, right? And he apparently like studies that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and so I tried it like a little bit myself, and it, it's really interesting to see when people are clicking on the video, um, and also like on YouTube especially, like thumbnails and titles. How much like even just the tiniest little minor um, details change things. It's it's really interesting, but it, it's kind of it kind of um, makes me uh, a little weary sometimes because when you're posting stuff that's gonna do good, sometimes it's not always what you want to post and what you enjoy posting. So it's hard to find that that medium. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. feel like most creators' end goals are make make enough like make content that people are gonna like, make a lot of money, and then continue out and make content that they're gonna enjoy making. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I don't, it's, it's hard to find that in between sometimes. Yeah. I feel a like. lot of people get caught in the bubble of only making what the people want. Like yeah. they fucking hate what they're producing, but they need to produce it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a balance. Like mm -hmm. I use my analytics to make my videos better. Like I'm already making something I want to make. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I go into analytics and I see, and I use that as a marker for, finding places where I fucked up, right? Yep. So, like, I, I just go through. If people are dropping off, I'll watch the clip, and I'll realize, I'll be like, yeah, you know what? I did fuck up at this part. I didn't need this in the video at all. Yeah. And I'll take it out. So I'm using it to improve my videos and actually Good. benefit me. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, there's also a fine line between finding what people like and what you like to produce. Because, mm -hmm. I mean what you like to produce might not always be what the people like. And I think there needs to be a mutual exchange. That's the reason social media works, right? Mm -hmm. It's a mutual exchange. You enjoy making the content and people like what you make. That's the reason it works. Yeah. And without that mutual exchange, there's, there's nothing there. Yeah. But yeah, Mr. Beast, I, I, I watched a bunch of his like podcast interviews. I studied his, his videos. I studied his style. I even, um, I, I watched this one video like three or four times where he just talks about how he learned the, the YouTube algorithm and there's so much valuable stuff in there that that, that I actually use. He's, he's a, he's a bad individual. A genius. He's, yeah, he really is. Hi, um, Hyper-obsessed is, is the word he used. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is which is a, a level you have to be at if you want to get to 100 million subscribers yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be hyper-obsessed. You know, yeah. you can't be working a, a second job and and posting a video here and there mm -hmm. you know every single day mo most hours of your day have to be de dedicated to that yeah M the one thing i really like about mr beast go into the, the the sweatshirt there he's never comfortable man he's always improving he's he 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 just keeps going and he always <laughs> shout I, out I seek know, discomfort i don't know if it's covered by the mic no, nah, you got there. It is. Um, shout out, Mr. Beast, though, man. He's just unreal. Be careful. Jake mentioned seek discomfort one time and got fucking ridiculed. Did I? So oh yeah. Fucking oh, yeah, queer, yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> no, they're they're a really cool group. Uh, yes, theory's awesome. Yeah. Yes. No, but, um, yeah, Mr. Beast is always doing crazy shit, dude. It's like <laughs> crazy, crazy. Did you just stuff. get like buried alive um, for, for like fifty hours. Fifty, bro. What are you doing? He stayed in a coffin for. 
50. Do you know his hours. friends almost killed him because they shot off fireworks on the ground above him, and the fumes from the firework almost went into like his <laughs> oxygen tube into the golf. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> he almost I almost killed him. Dude, I saw his one of his recent videos. He like went to Antarctica. Oh dude, yeah, for like 48 or 50 hours as well. 50 hours. They like he likes 50. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, he knows what 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 numbers look good. Exactly. You know? 50, Even like his 100. thumbnails, it's um, like. 50 hours in Antarctica, and the thumbnail's like hour 27. He's like dying. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah, 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 yeah. perfect. But it, um, it's crazy. You don't realize how much prep and planning goes into that. Like, they had to buy all the gear, learn all the techniques, because you can't just go to Antarctica Hello. and just like wear a bunch of sweatsh- sweatshirts and jackets and hope you're going to be good, you know? <laughs> Cross like, your fingers. Like, like they, had, they probably had to get trained for this. It, it was probably months of planning. Yeah. And what's crazy is he's planning these videos months in advance while while put it, putting out other content oh already. My God. Like his videos take like that? months to edit alone because yeah. they go through. I think he said he had one video that's been re-edited 13 times because he just doesn't like how it's being made because he knows it's not going to do well. So they just keep re-editing it. Like, yeah. Imagine editing a video 13 fucking times while building the fucking Squid Game set, <laughs> getting trained for Antarctica and being in a coffin yeah. underground. Well, of course he has help. He has a massive team, oh, yeah. massive editing team, massive, I'm assuming, creative team, all that. Um, but still, he's like the, the fucking... Guy. Yeah, he's the mastermind. He's him, bro. He, <laughs> he, he knows YouTube better than the creator of YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. I, I was about to the say The robots that. that make the algorithm, he knows it better than <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. He does. <laughs> you could probably ask, like, chat GPT, like, <laughs> like, will this video perform well? And it'll say no, and, and then... Mr. Beast is like, well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually. <laughs> That's jokes. Yeah. Um, was there anything else? I'm going to check my topic list real quick, but I think I like covered most yeah, of the things. I There's one thing to. I want to say that is 100% unrelated to anything we've ever said. I thought this was an interesting fact. Yeah. And this kind of goes with me calling out Floyd Mayweather in the last episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. It <laughs> is. <laughs> what the fuck? Men. Wait, what's the exact number? It is fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay. Men. Like, when you imagine yourself fighting someone in your head, you are 4,000 less, 4,000% less effective at fighting than you think you are. Really? And that's men as a whole. So, like, if you picture yourself fighting someone in, like, your head, like, you're dreaming about fighting someone, unless you know how to fight, you are 4,000% less effective than you think you are. So, like, if you're in your head, like, you're like... (laughs) Dude, I I believe that because I feel like everybody thinks if they got into a fight, they'd win. Mm -hmm. Until you're... um, actually in a fight what what's the mike tyson quote it's like everybody's everyone gang- has a plan till every- they get punched in the face yeah <laughs> like everybody's everybody's gangster till they get punched in the face or something like that right it's like but it, it it's so true it, it's so true mm-hmm. yeah dude i always be i always be doing like the craziest shit in my head like in the <laughs> dreams and stuff you're in like a 1v12 fist fight and you're like running you're wall running you jump off <laughs> spin kick <laughs> in the face <laughs> yeah that's funny um are we I don't know. Is it? Is there anything else? I'm I'm happy. Whatever, man. whatever you guys want to ask There's me. One more thing. That's kind of for the the people at home while we wrap it up. What are three pieces of advice you'd give to everyone watching right now? That was that's a oh hitter right boy. there. That, like your three always... main pieces of advice, and then as a little bonus, what is your favorite quote? I know that's probably hard because you probably have. A, a lot of good quotes like your favorite quote yeah yeah um we should have given you that topic ahead of time so Ooh, three pieces of advice that is difficult uh number one 
follow your curiosity, right? Follow your passion, follow your curiosity, follow what, what drives you up the walls. Um, because that's the thing you're going to be able to stick to for the longest, learn the most about and help the most people with, right? And people don't do that because they chase money in, instead, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I feel like if you just put faith in, in God, in the universe, whatever you want to believe in, the source, source, right? The Being, source. whatever you want to call it, to to provide you with everything you need to just chase your your, your purpose, your your passion, your love, um, then everything's going to work out. Uh, I'm trying to think of two more. <laughs> That's tricky. That is really, 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 really tricky. I mean, so. yo, uh, honestly, you just gave us a fucking hour and a half of, <laughs> oh, yeah. of advice. You yeah, know if, you, I mean? if, you, if you can't give anything, don't, don't sweat <laughs> it. I think you gave them enough information. Fear is a compass, right? Whatever you're like most scared to do, that is probably what you should do. If If you're thinking of starting a travel page, right, but you're absolutely terrified to start because you don't know if it's going to work out. Or, or you're thinking of starting a, a business, right? And you're like, oh, what if I go bankrupt? What if I'm uh, going to be poor? What if my parents uh, don't accept it? Yeah. Right? Um, that's the thing you, you need to do. That's the thing you need to do because it it just is. You know, it's it's that thing that people have learned that if you do the thing you're scared of, it's going to work out in your favor. Um Fear is a compass. Follow your curiosity. As well as... <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make this last one a good one. Imagine he just did that. I'm trying to make this Shorts last one... The- I'm t- I'm t- <laughs> Number three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, after that whole hour and a half of like the best content, you're just like... Um... I guess this is this kind of relates to what I was talking about earlier, but what's the best way to put this? Uh, like m- meditate or conceptualize your death, right? Understand the the fragility of life. Understand that w- you could cross the street later today and get hit by a car, yeah. and and be dead, right? And um. I guess that comes back to the saying, live every moment as your last, because it could be your last. Um, There's the quote. Oh, my God, he's genius. It could. It could be your last, right? Well, actually, no. I have oh, no, you have a different I have one? another quote oh, okay, Yeah. A quote machine. Um, yeah, they just run through my head. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like those little reminders that, that keep me doing what I'm doing. Um, but, yeah, live every moment as your last, because it could be your last. You, yeah. you, how do you want to spend every single moment? Um, you probably don't want to spend it thinking about the past. Probably don't want to spend it thinking about the future. I mean, of course, you have to plan, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, um, but a majority of the time, you want to be with the people you're with. You want to spread as much love as possible. Mm-hmm. You want to be grateful. You want to experience as much as possible, be as present as possible. Yeah. And that's, I feel like, a, a big part of living a full life yeah. is maximizing each moment because it's it's such a small blip of time and you're never going to be in the same place ever again 
yeah. no matter what you think you're things are always going to be different right so mm-hmm. yeah have every moment as your last i guess i would say Dude. Like, like you're not going to make it to tomorrow because you might not no literally. you might not i um i was cruising through uh the streets of my college town on electric longboard and i mean like as gruesome as this sounds it was like yo like a car could run a red light and i could just get bopped you know what i mean yeah. and that's it so you gotta it's like what did you did I leave an impact on the world? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what, what it's am like I your, li- behind? your life's a book. Is yeah. it going to be worth reading when it ends? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's as cliche as, uh, as that saying is like, YOLO, live every moment as your last. So YOLO. It, it's, it's really something that you need to implement because otherwise, I don't know. I, I feel like otherwise moments are wasted. Bro. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, good shout I don't think it was that long. I don't know where I was when it when it turned off. It's but, all good. Um, yeah. Otherwise, moments are wasted. Um, you know, you're only getting so many blips of where you're actually fully experiencing and enjoying the moment if you spend all your time yeah. not doing things you want to do because you're thinking about what other people are going to say about you, what other people are thinking about you. Um, yeah. I guess that's it. Hell yeah. The the quote, as for the quote, mm-hmm. you know, let me just pull it up. I have it on my phone, yeah. and it's in, like, a spot where I can always look at it because I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, you've already hit us with, like, ten quotes today. I'm surprised you got that much, like, memorized. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely take your time. I mean, this is my life. This is what I think about. Yeah. Um, I actually found it very recently. It's 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 kind of a longer quote, but okay. I, I think it hits, hits really hard. Um. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Stephen Pressfield. Probably not. I've not. He was like a. He was a a writer, and I'm pretty. He wrote for like 17 years without seeing a profit. Damn. Yeah, and he. Is now like a best-selling author, and has wrote like a bunch of fiction books. He coined the term resistance. It's like the thing that, the force that tries to stop you from doing what you're supposed to do, right? Um. Well, this is a quote from one of his books. The quote is, The paradox seems to be, as Socrates demonstrated long ago, that the truly free individual is free only to the extent of his own self-mastery, while those who will not govern themselves are condemned to find masters to govern them. That's a fire quote. You're only free to the extent of your self-mastery. And that includes all parts of your life you know you how how well you know yourself essentially mm-hmm. and yeah and he says those who don't achieve self-mastery are going to find people to govern over them yeah. and they're gonna they're just gonna live in the rat race and yeah take a nine to five job the average stay stay average yeah, yeah. Damn, I think that's a fucking beautiful a place. Great, to close. yeah, that's a great place to end it at. Um, damn, I don't, I don't know. You wanna? I mean, if no, anyone that, watching, I mean, you have anything to plug? Like, 
TikTok, everything. Just my name. Just look. Yeah. I, I don't know. Look me up. TikTok is here. I'm Nick Nitre. N Y I T R A Y. That's it. You're gonna be in the title. Your yeah. name's gonna be in the yeah. title. <laughs> All right. So. Now you have to pick a word. We always pick a word at the end that people, if they watch it, they'll comment. Yeah. I think we've got maybe one comment of it, but <laughs> you can, we'll you, still do it. It's like a word or two words or three words that if they made it to this point in the video, then you comment that. Oh boy! So it could, it, it it could, could like we'll do like anything. red ball or gray vet or something. Like that. Uh, yeah, like, literally the, just the dumbest thing ever. Oh God! Why am I tripping up over just this? Just look so in much? the room and pick it something. Could even if you be want. just like, seek discomfort. You're like, um, you know. comment Jake Gory. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was. I thought it was about to be like this mastermind. Like nah, this. comment Jake Gory. Jake Robert Gory. <laughs> Yeah, really? You have to pull out the middle name? Okay, like anyone just watch this two hour. Uh, no, no. Actually, comment uh, gray shorts. I thought you were going to say hairy legs. That's how you look at Gray shorts. Yeah. Gray shorts. Or Jake Gory, either or. Yeah. We, um, could, we could definitely even do like an episode two. I, I feel like I've. Oh, dude. I, I, like, like I could have kept going for Built forever, so many ever, questions ever. that I want to ask you, but I'll wait till like. We can do in like a long formatting end. Okay, Bro, yeah. we'll bring you on in two weeks and you'll have like a million or some shit. Like, <laughs> next, by the time we record next, you'll have your fucking YouTube 10 million plaque. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. He like brings it on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, no, for sure that we'll, we will definitely have a, uh, an episode two because that was phenomenal. This was like honestly the best podcast I think we've oh, ever for had. Sure. This is amazing. Um, this was fun. But yeah, shout out um, Nick for coming on. We really do appreciate it. Thank um, you. Shout out Manscaped, Kodo 3FM. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been a good episode. We'll catch you guys later. Peace out. Peace. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was so, so good.